0: Ask the Podcast Coach for October 30th, 2021.
1: Let's get ready to podcast.
0: There it is. It's that music that means (laughs) Saturday morning. It's time for Ask the Podcast Coach. It's also time for Dave to start the clubhouse room. Uh, That's what I was doing. That's why I wasn't dancing. And uh, this is where you get your podcast questions answered live. And if you're thinking, wait, is this like free podcast consulting? It is every Saturday at 1030, coach.com slash live, and I'm lucky enough to be joined every Saturday by the one and only, right over there, Jim Cullison from TheAverageGuy.tv.
1: Jim, how's it going, buddy? Greetings, Dave. Happy Saturday morning to you. It's always, a, I always know it's a Saturday morning when we start, you know, our we have our pre-show, and we're like, what are we going to talk about? There isn't much out there. <laughs> and by the end of it, we're like, are we going to be able to fit it all in? <laughs> You know, there, there. It's funny just how that happens every week for us.
0: Yeah, it's because uh, I went out of the Facebook groups, and it's the same old. See what microphone? How do I grow my audience?
1: Do, you know, doing yeah, doing. There's do some any good
0: out there, though. We, yeah,
1: know, I think we found a few. Yeah, so we actually found some few. We and, did, and folks who put it in the chat room, like we we yeah. love your questions live. Right, the uh, askthepodcastcoach. dot com slash join if you want to join us out here live
0: yeah and uh kevin's already fed us one and uh speaking of of feeding us uh, i think you're probably uh, thirsty i'm thinking
1: i am thirsty yes. indeed
0: can you help me with a pour we can help you with that and of course that pour here. is brought to you by our good friend mark over at podcastbranding.co. if you need a piece of uh, artwork if you need a logo if you need a lead magnet if you need a full-blown website you got to go check out podcastbranding.co. Uh Mark is not only an award-winning graphic artist but hey, he's a podcaster as well. And if you go uh, branding I don't what what is branding? Is that that cow thing? No, that's not the cow thing. He is a you can come over and if that's you, then you need to go talk to Mark because he can actually do kind of a branding audit and let you know, "Oh, you should probably change this or let's do that" and kind of get you all focused in so that It really ties into your podcast. So if you need podcast artwork or just generally want to look professional, well, there's only one place you want to go, and that, of course, is podcastbranding.co.
1: And, uh,
0: of course, not only do we have Mark, but we have... Dan, go ahead and yeah, tell us about Dan. Dan. Feb,
1: uh based on a True Story Podcast. Uh, ba- found at based on a true story podcast.com. There um, Dan's going through a series called from the HBO series called The Pacific. And it's a four part mm-hmm. series on that HBO did a bunch in a mini series that's available for you there. And so if you're if you're interested in that, he goes very in depth on it. And one one of my favorite things that Dan does is two truths and a lie. I think I said this before. He plays a little game. And I think from a podcasting perspective, this is a good idea to do something in your podcast that holds, maybe tries to hold people to the end. So he starts with two truths and a lie. And then, you know, so he says two things that are true and a lie. And at the end, they reveal it. So that Dan is a great th- way to get people to listen. Yeah, it is, isn't it? He did that on our show. I had him on Home Gadget Geeks and he did it on there. And uh, it, it just it's very creative. And so, so, Dan, thanks for your, your sponsorship based on a true story podcast
0: and I also we have to we haven't done this in a while. We got to give a big shout out to our newest patron, that is Simon. And I reached out to Simon. I'm like, dude, thanks so much for joining. Uh, is there anything I can plug? And he said, no. So we just want to thank Simon for for thanks, being uh, for keeping the lights on here at uh, Ask the Podcast Coach. He's unbelievable. And, uh, That's it. And if you have a question, you can go out to askthepodcastcoach.com slash live. If you're listening on Clubhouse, you can raise your hand. And in this case, Kevin asked, can you guys talk about the difference in the Rodecaster Pro versus the new Tascam MixCast 4? Hey, it's future Dave jumping in here just because I'm going to talk about this review of something I did. And you're going to find out that I will, I will discover in a minute. I'm never used a Taskam device. I was talking about a Zoom device. So I just want to make sure you're aware of this as you listen to me talk about the pros and cons of Roadcaster versus Taskam. I'm actually talking Roadcaster versus Zoom. Oopsie. I got to play with a Tascam mixed Cast eight for about three days it was when it first came out and i said hey i'd love to play with the one they're like can you like we can send you one but can you get it back to us by friday and i was like uh if that's my only option sure and between the two from when i played and i so i had a very brief visit with the task cam i thought they both kind of did the same thing now that i haven't seen i'm not sure what the task cam four is going for uh, I'm sure it's available out at Sweetwater. He said, wearing a Sweetwater T-shirt. And uh, if you go to supportthisshow.com slash Sweetwater. But the they were very, very similar. I know there were things in the Cam 8 where you could actually edit it on the task Cam, And I went, okay, I guess if I'm stuck in the woods and I'm nowhere near a computer and somebody put a gun to my head, I would edit my podcast on the task Cam. But I... I, I don't understand people that want to edit on their phone. I don't understand people want to edit on maybe on an iPad. I get it, but I'm like, give me a mouse and a big screen. That's, that's, that's the old curmudgeon in me. Like, why? Well, but we always edited on our computers. None of this fancy phone stuff, you know, or somebody's like, I want to do it on a, uh, what's the thing with Google? It's not a, um, something, it's oh, a tablet. Chrome,
1: chrome, chrome, yeah. I want to do it on my cap? Chromebook. No. I'm like, chrome really? Book.
0: Yeah. Like, <laughs> Come on now. So, um, the, The review I heard that I was like, huh, was Adam Curry got one. Hmm. And if you're not familiar, Adam Curry is, well, the guy that invented, one of the guys that invented podcasting. He's the co-host of the No Agenda Show. And he had one. And what he was saying was the, and and some of the guys that were his co-hosts, he he does two, well, he does a number of shows. And both his co-hosts said the same thing. You sound different coming back to me, where I believe the roadcaster, all the, effects and such that I have here go back to, in this case, Jim, where according to Adam, it sounded like while you had these effects and it would go into the recording, it didn't go out to the live stream. And I was like, Hmm. huh. And that's one where I like, I wish I had one. I want to test that. Uh, Not that, that Adam isn't, I mean, the guy basically built the roadcaster before it was the roadcaster. And that's what kind of put his, I forget what his was called, but he had come up with this little box and then he decided not to do it because um, the roadcaster came out and just kind of well trounced his little box. Um, so it's five ninety nine for the TaskCam MixCast Four. I wonder what the MixCast Eight is going for then.
1: Mm.
0: Uh, that's interesting. But uh, at any rate, I, I think they're both fine. Um, I would always say don't forget the Zoom track P Four, little over two hundred bucks, and if you take out the effects of the Roadcaster and the Tascam, this does the same thing. You can record up to four mics, which to me, I'm like, you know, granted, it could be me and a co-host and then a USB input, and then one more input for either a phone call, I guess, maybe. Um, You've got these cute little buttons where you can play your jingles if you want to. Now, granted, it's the size of a checkbook, so it's not quite as big, but it's got four head foot headphone outputs and it's two hundred and twenty bucks. I think it just went up a little bit thanks to our good friends in the uh the land of supply and demand. Um but if you just need a uh, something that's going to give you a few separate tracks and it doesn't take up half your desk. I mean I had to rearrange, I've rearranged my desk multiple times to make room for the roadcaster and the task and the Mixcast. cast uh those are basically all the same size. The Mixcast eight I think was well, they uh, have a they have an eight track a pocket studio. I'm thinking of something else then. It's a different company. Yeah. I know what was in my I put a video out. The Zoom. Zoom had a P eight. Okay, so I'm getting those slightly confused. Okay, so uh, with no. that said, what was in my I put a video Wow, I just went to our own page and so if you heard you come back at me, no, that was no, good. going on. Good. good. And so the um so yeah, so I I take that back then. I did not play with the T the Tascam, I played with the Zoom P eight. So I would love. I need to talk
1: to my friends at TAC or, or Tascam and go, "Hey, can I play with one?" Generally, that's- the, well, generally the Tascams have been the value brand, right? It's it's they they've played in that space uh, in 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 good value. Like I, you know, I had the and I forget the 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 brand, but I had that entry level handheld microphone, you know, two two mm-hmm. two microphones coming out a little little bit of a spy, almost like a spy mic because you could crank yeah. up the gain and hear people you know about four years away <laughs> right so you would um uh but it was like 99 dollars, and it worked great it it wasn't it was just a good uh, task was usually just a good value brand so um that's been my experience i haven't tested any of those just to be honest so I'd, I, I hate to give an opinion but but i imagine you know at that point it'd be good i think they're like available at guitar centers so if you're here in the united states you might be able to pop in a guitar center and check it out as well
0: Yeah, you know, that's not a bad move. And I I know the one thing that Adam was saying, going back to the only person I know now that that has used one of these, is with the Rodecaster, if you're using the jingle thing, which we do here because, well, we're live, and that way I can do you know really awesome things like take my wife, please. You know, that's really important that you can do that. (laughs) Um, With the Rodecaster, I can actually go to another bank of sounds, and Adam was saying that when you hit record, you have like eight different sounds, but you can't like navigate to because you can have multiple banks. And he was saying you couldn't. So, yeah, I need to reach out to them and go. I have a bunch of podcasters that are asking about your, your stuff. So I know the roadcaster is is cool. Like I said, I usually recommend the the Zoom P4 just because unless you really want the effects and you really plan on doing a lot of live stuff and you need a ton of the the stuff so you can pour coffee and you know do
1: applause and all the other fun filled stuff. I'm um, not a big effects guy though. I for me nah. personally on Home Gadget Geeks we use zero effects. Yeah. That's just not that's just not something. But for some for some podcasts that's a very important part of what they do is being able to add those sound effects in. So
0: Yeah. Well Jim, I know you can answer this question. This is from uh yeah. business value added any strategies on what kind of equipment to ship to podcast to get better quality without breaking the bank? Basically a loan strategy.
1: Yeah, we, we did this at Gallup for a lot of years. We quit doing it just because in this area of and we did it a few years before COVID hit. So it's not like COVID stopped us. It would have. It would have stopped us dead in our tracks uh, at that point. But um, in, in the early days, people just didn't have the equipment. It's getting better. Like people are buying good equipment. Um, I, I like, you know, um, Plantronics makes some pretty good headsets that are in that 75 to $100 range, and and those actually work out pretty well. They put them up, they are light, you can throw them in a box. They seem to survive a little bit better. We had been sending the ATR2100. Uh, to folks that was the early I bought, I think I bought 15 of those things. And so we always had a rotating stock, you know, and, but by the time you send it to them and you get them back and you, you know, and then they would leave the cable in them and it would, it would, it would snap off the, like, yeah. it just becomes the, the sending a microphone becomes much more complicated than it should be just because of the end user. So I, I wouldn't recommend that. I wouldn't, re- you know, setting that microphone unless you send them a bunch of instructions. I like that would be it. I like headsets.
0: Yeah. That would almost be the thing where you'd have to almost send them a video like, Hey, here, here's this, go to this website address and watch this video. Yeah. Because I know you were saying how people kept leaving the mic plugged in and it would just cork the mic. Like setting it up
1: is always complicated. You know, they were a plug it. You would think like, okay, USB cable. It only fits in one place in the back (laughs) USB. It only fits one place on their PC or Mac. Yeah. Um, one of the things you know, uh, the the newer Macs, so anything that's four or five years or newer, laptop or or their desktop versions, have really good mics built in. So if you're if you're working with somebody that has a Mac, just use their Mac mic. It is gonna be really good, right? It's gonna and, be good enough in most. cases. Yeah, and tell them to get as close as possible. <laughs> to yeah, bring Mac. it. Yeah, you got to bring it. But I'm always surprised when I when I bring on a new guest. Now I can tell the second they say the first word, I'm like, you're on a Mac, aren't you? (laughs) They're like, oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. We are actually good. Noise canceling works great on a Mac, some of those kinds of things. If they're on a Windows PC, chances are it's going to be garbage and you're going to need something else. One of the other things we learned is um, uh, there are these companies that are making these pucks, Right there, are these and they're and they mm-hmm. have the speaker in them. And in theory, you can just set it on your desk and it's great. They're awful. All of them are <laughs> terrible. And mostly because people think they can put those like eight, you know, eight miles yeah, yeah. away on the other side of the room. How does it sound? Right. No, get that as close to you. And Dave, yeah. I, it's like, it's literally, let's just pretend this is the, you know, my iPhone is the device. Right. Yeah. And you want to, you're like, hey, can you get it closer? There's almost like magnetic not attraction, but, but, you know, what do you call that when it goes the other way? And they like, you can almost see them fighting. it. Uh, It's like an invisible fence. Get that thing close. Uh, You know, they're almost afraid of it. So uh, again, a headset, like one of those little, for, for most guests is just fine. You're going to spend 75 to a hundred dollars for a good one. Plantronics makes a good one. And, um, Uh, Jabra, I have a. I actually, I have one sitting. Let's see if I can grab it. Yeah. This little Jabra, these are like a hundred bucks now. Inflation kicked Mm. in on these things during the pandemic. They were 70 or 80. I really like these Jabras. I think they're forties, uh, elite or some ultra something, uh, 40. Um, I I actually, I use this thing so much. I broke the, you can see the, see the electrical tape on the end of it. Yeah.
0: Everything works. I'm surprised it's not duct tape. Usually the duct tape is. Electrical
1: the, tape is great for those kinds of things. But yeah. Those are, two, in nicer. those are the two I recommend is it's a Jabra 40 and a, anything Plantronics yeah. is pretty good. The weird thing you might
0: run into, although I'm kind of like, really, um, is if somebody goes, oh, I don't want to use another headset because of COVID.
1: Uh, true no that's that's valid i think that's super valid you could say you sanitized it and you yeah i was gonna say and you could sanitize
0: a microphone too so i mean that's
1: yeah i i yeah yeah. You know, I guess the more important the guest, the 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 to, like I said, today, um I had somebody jump in the other day and they had nothing. And I said, do you have some earbuds? I'm like, no. And I'm like, really? No, uh, come are you on, sure kids. you don't? And they're like, yeah. oh, well, I've got some just over here. So you got to kind of push them a little bit. They just don't want to wear them. And, well, that yeah, that's
0: where the hey, let's uh, what either ask them. Can you point me to an interview where you've been on before? I'd like to hear your audio quality. That just kind of sets the tone that hey, that's important. Or can we get on a quick 15-minute call just to make sure, you know, just a, a little practice to connect and make sure we got the technology down, which also give you a chance to go, "Ooh, yeah, you sound like crap." I mean yeah. that in a loving way, but yeah, that's not going to work. Go uh, get a microphone. I,
1: wanna, so. I always say, I want, you know, I want the listeners to kind of get the best impression of you. And as soon Mm. as you kind of phrase it like, I'm worried, I want you to have good quality because I want you to sound great for the listeners like because that's that's important. Then they kind of get it. Most folks have a headset now. Like, this is what I'm finding is they were given one. They don't want to wear it because they, for some reason, those things on their ears make them feel funny. And you're like, just put the thing on. It is fine yeah <laughs> you'll be okay just put it on it said and then i make a big deal about it when they do put it on and they switch it over and i go oh that sounds so good and i and i just tell them three or four times man you sound great and it yeah. just just to kind of reinforce that that's it
0: how am i going to benefit terry asked, "Would the roadcaster work for on the road video interviews as well the roadcaster would work for just about anything but on the other hand again so would this yeah. You know what I mean? The, the
1: Zoom, the, what is that? Yeah, for our this audio is the system? Zoom
0: PodTrack P4. Yeah. Um, when Glenn was on the road doing his uh, his tour around meeting his his listeners, you know, the, and the other thing is the Roadcaster, that's going to be a carry on. This can fit in your purse. You know what I mean? This can fit in your back pocket. It's literally the size of a checkbook. Um, so that's the, the downside of the Roadcaster. Now they make some, you can buy a case, it's sweet water for the roadcaster to take with you
1: because, of course, you don't want to have
0: it bumping around and
1: things like that. Yeah, It's but, surprisingly, as you're on the road, those things get. That's you really want to protect something. You could yeah. you could even buy. You know, they make just generic cases too that have foam that yeah. you can put that stuff in.
0: Well, the thing I thought that was weird is Road came out with a plastic thing to put over it, kind of a dust cover and that, of course, says Road on it, and apparently those four letters are about ten bucks each. Um, it's, 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 it's 50 bucks. And I was like, really? So my Those
1: are expensive.
0: Inflation.
1: Like, you know, we're we're suffering from inflation now.
0: Yeah. Um, uncle Marv has a great point. Females, uh, may hate headsets a little more, especially if it's video. Oh, that's not going to go over
1: well. Yeah. Cause you're, you're messing up my hair. I kind of agree, but it's both. I see it on both sides. Like people just don't want to put, they don't, or, (laughs) Or they'll come on with these big, gigantic cans the you know, the right. headphones and it's got the, you know, it's always the Bose that's got the microphone here. And those aren't great. Like you would think they're going to be good, but it's, it's good for phone calls. I mean, Bose, the the Bose, like the quiet comforts, they're optimized for phone calls and they have noise canceling in them. That technology doesn't translate very well to podcasting and so mm-hmm. they they think wait well, no these should be great well they should be you just paid five thousand dollars for them because they're bows but they're not not it doesn't sound as great as you think it is sh- as, as it will
0: yeah gary in the chat room says i'm a stickler for getting guests to wear earbuds echo cancellation doesn't always work well unless mm-hmm. they're headphones but then there are some guests who just don't pay attention yeah agree it, it's um and like Jim says, once a great point there is you're explain to them how they're going to benefit. I want you to sound as good as possible. You know, uh, if, if I haven't told you already, this isn't live. It's not radio. So anything you say, um, you know, that you want to redo, we can edit out. But the whole goal is to make you sound completely professional. And they go, oh, OK. Yeah. So when you explain do that with anything. You know what I mean? If, if you're, you know, uh, I remember my ex-wife once explained that if I ran the vacuum uh, cleaner, occasionally we might have a little more fun. And I was like, okay, vacuuming it is let's go. So, uh, you know, that's, that's one of those carrot things.
1: Stick. Let's exactly.
0: Just carrot um, stick. Craig says uh, he mm-hmm. uses a Rodecaster Pro. He says, but I add all the sound effects in post when I'm yeah. editing. Yeah. What I do with the Rodecaster is right now I'm recording separate tracks, and if I have it enough time on my schedule, I will go in and bring in the extra. Because my whole thing is, I mean, I might do something, and when you hit a, a sound effect, like I, I kind of have these lined up to where they're about the same sound, but I'm going to purposely make this too loud. You know, and you're like, oh, crap, and that's at the – you know 20 minute mark and if i have to go in and edit that in post i'm with craig i like to do all my stuff in post because then it comes in at the right minute so if i go i don't know if that's correct oh we hit the button too soon doggone it i i love doing stuff in post uh that way you get the sound right you get the timing right but that's the joy of you know
1: live streaming or whatever so that's always fun but uh you're you're your other listeners, you know, live stream, you get maybe yeah. 1% of who you're oh, right? it is. You know, you're about right. It's, it's, it's small. Yeah. And so you kind of think, if I could, I mean, how many times have we done things uh, sound-wise, adding sound bites, and we mess it up, and then you apologize? And just keep moving. Like, don't, don't, because you can fix it in post. You can go back right. and add that sound effect if you want. I, I'm with you. Oh, well, I, I like it's nice for the live audience to have the sound effects but it's right. so much better quality if you add them afterwards
0: yeah. yeah uh tom is asking bsw has a special five audio technica head audio technica headphones for 110 dollars. i wonder if they're any good they're probably good enough i yeah. remember for a while you could buy a samson q2u with a pair of headphones for 69 bucks and i was like those headphones have to be crap and they weren't the most comfortable thing I've ever put on my head, but in terms of, you know, they were over the ear, you know, they were, you know, what's that called? Um, It's not open ear. It's whatever. Um, But they were on, they sat on people's heads and they could hear themselves and it was fine. I wouldn't want to wear a pair for, you know, eight hours a day, but they were fine and they didn't sound horrible. They just, for me, I just remember thinking these aren't the most comfortable things I've ever put on my head, but they worked. And I was recording, a panel of people and I needed a bunch of headphones and I was like, well, I'm gonna buy the microphones and get the headphones. I still have a pair
1: around here somewhere, but they work. It's okay. So keep that in mind. Sarah's uh, trying to get my attention for some reason, so I'm gonna I'm gonna mute for a moment. I'll be okay. Right, I'll be right we right. can
0: do that. Here is something that I thought I would share. I got this clarified and this is from my buddy, Rob Walsh, I had mentioned about Apple Downloads. If you haven't heard this, um, they have a deal where if you – he says, just a clarification on Apple on how auto-downloads work. This is in the Apple Podcasts app. And he says, it's uh, if you haven't listened to five episodes, and I had said, or 15 days of not listening to a show, so if you've, you've followed them or whatever – and it's he says no. It's actually it's five episodes and fifteen days of not listening to stop the auto download. Um, so he says this is it's not new. So I I knew the five episode thing. Like if you hadn't listened to an episode after you've downloaded five and you haven't hit play on any of them, but apparently there's also a fifteen day. If it's been fifteen days, and you've had five episodes and you haven't listened to any of them, then it will actually stop downloading this. He goes, it's an
1: and not an or so i was like well i stand corrected so hey um, sarah needed a coffee pour that was oh, she, she okay. was coming down can you help me out we can do that
0: there we go and of course that that coffee pour is brought to you by uh dan actually it's over it's brought to you by simon our our latest
1: uh patron if <laughs> Are you hogging the coffee? Is that what you're doing, Jim? Well, I, I, you know, I brew it and then I bring, I just (laughs) bring the whole thing down here. She usually sharks a cup before I come Ah, down. Yes. And, but she was a little busy this morning. So she came down, snuck down in the front of the lighting, like, can I with the coffee? mug? Can I, can I have some coffee? So. There you,
0: there you go. go. And so, yeah. So thank you to, to Simon for being the, the, our latest uh, patron. Yeah. I deeply appreciated that. It's uh boy, if you want to, we, we're going to talk probably a little later about hobby podcast versus, I don't know what the opposite, I guess a pro podcaster, but uh, boy, if you want to, if you want to really kind of, I don't know, uh, kill your attitude. No, nah, no, nah, that's too strong a word. But anyway, I looked at how much time, cause I'm, I'm doing a thing now where I'm, timing how long i'm you know how long it takes to do an episode and so right now i mean i've been started i started at nine thirty this morning probably actually sooner than that so i've already got an hour and a half almost into this and so when you do that and divide it by the amount of money you get from patreon you go wow i i could make more money working at kfc nickels <laughs> yes um so thanks <laughs> thanks to simon um stefan says amazon sold me the q2u pack but the box was different and didn't contain headphones yeah they had a thing for a while where they gave you a really cheap mic stand you're like oh hey thanks another it's it's, it's a bigger mic
1: stand that i'll now throw away because it's cheap it'll now break like all of a sudden the, the one of the legs will just go for no reason just the weight of the microphone yeah, goes, yeah. and yeah, then the, it goes crashing over
0: yeah the uh The worst stand ever is the one that comes with the Audio-Technica ATR2100X. It's just like, what? It's like, it might as well be cardboard. It's so bad. I was like, uh, and that's why I always, oh, I move my microphone, but I have a, basically it's a drum. It's a a stand for a bass drum. And the thing I love about it, it's on a boom, so you don't have to hunch over a table to talk. And it's also a weapon. It's not going to tip over, which is great if you have, if you're using an RE320 or something, I mean, the nice thing about the Q2U, the Audio Technica, all those, they don't weigh very much. But if you start throwing on a Shure SM7B or something like that, it's got a little, you know, or the the Rode Pod mic, that thing weighs like 10 pounds. It's this little baby mic and it weighs a ton. So that's where having that kind of sturdier desktop mic stand uh, can be handy. But that again goes back to, if I'm traveling with this, you know, the nice thing about it, those break down. You can unscrew
1: the base and unscrew this and that whole nine yards. <laughs> Amazon here in the U.S. has those Jabra Evolve 40s, the ones I like, Evolve is the right model number. So Jabra Evolve 40. Their refurbs are 90, and they're a, just a really solid, again, that's the one that's kind of behind me in the camera here. I've been using those for two, two and a half, three years, and um, have I use them daily. I use them um, one of the great things about that headset is it's got both the plug-in and then it plugs in. So you got a TRRS connection into a little into a little puck that's got the volume and the uh, mute on it. And then that is a USB connection. And so you can use it for both your computer if you want to use it that way. And then sometimes, let's see if I've got this hanging around. It's somewhere on my desk. Here it is. Then I bought for my iPhone, I bought this. Mm -hmm. this, you know, this connection here that goes lightning to the TRRS end here, you can unplug that and plug it in and then use that headset with your phone. And so, you know, sometimes when I I don't, I listen, I hate this. I'm I'm not a big fan of calling, like, you know, putting the phone up to my face like we used to do. (laughs) Back (laughs) in the day. I'm also not a fan of this thing. You know where people do you know where uh, they pull no. it out in front of them and, yeah. and talk into the end kind of you yeah. know where you put holding. it on speaker yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and so um, that that works great to just grab the cable plug it into the phone disconnect that plug it in and then I got a headset I have a great headset for my iPhone so um, uh, this I think it's, you know twenty bucks or something maybe twenty thirty yeah it's probably no, way no, more expensive than I'm it gonna is.
0: say if it's an Apple one it's thirty yeah at wow. least at yeah because yeah. again you got to pay for that logo. Um, uh, Dan says, I used to track everything I did 24 seven for about three years. It's pretty eye opening how long, how long things actually take versus how long you think it took. Yeah, it is. It's, uh, it's I've been doing, <laughs> I've depressing. been doing it for a while. Well, here's the thing. And if you go to school of podcasting.com slash question, that's the question of the month is how long does it take you from idea to publish, not promotion, not social, just from idea to, um, promotion and i did a thing last week where i was like because the first time i i knew i was timing myself so i was like super focused and and blew through it but last week i did it normal which meant i had a football game on in the background and my 45 minute podcast took me eight hours because i was occasionally watching like oh did, is he okay oh, you know yeah and and, yeah. and you think you're only going to watch the football thing when there's a progress bar and you're like mm, no not really it's one of those things you're like oh hold on a second pause Wait, is that is that a touchdown? Did he did he get his feet in? You know that whole nine yards. So it is amazing. And there's a, some really great tools that are free. Um, the one I almost started using all the time. In fact, I am using it right now. Is Toggle, where again, E's are, are evil. T o g g l, and they have a free tool. And then I'm using A Tracker. The thing I like about A Tracker at A Tracker dot I want to see dot com dot uh, pro. At least is where their app is. And what I like about A trackers, there's constantly when you you get home and or you you've you've gone on to the next thing and it's dawned on you that oh crap, I forgot to start the timer on this. And you can say, all right, add history and go back to the last thing I did and start the timer there. Um yeah, dances, toggles what I used for years. It it can be really uh, what I did was I set up uh clients as podcasting, health um, I, I put one as survival, which was like housework and, you know, things like that. Um, So it can be
1: really handy. Have you seen those where they have a cube? It's like a, you know, yes. a, right. And you, it, you can assign and then you just flip that. You just flip the cube and it, it automatically keeps track yeah. of the time for you. That's I another st- way to do that. I forget. I
0: still use rescue time, rescue time. Kind of, you go in and say, when I'm using Hindenburg, It's podcasting related when I use Netflix, it's not, you know, and it kind of is accurate, but you have to do a little bit of a setup there. But um, yeah, everybody's chiming in here. Let's see. I use toggle, but I always forgot to turn it off. Yeah. I like it. Uh, They have a desktop version where it'll say, Hey, I see you're
1: working. What are you working on? Do you want me to to track this? And I go, that's kind of cool. Is there uh, one for toggle tracking? Like I spent an hour tracking myself.
0: Yeah, that's yeah. it. It's, right. I, well, that, the, the first one I was like, okay, so I spent an hour watching videos on Toggle
1: Yeah,
0: uh, was yeah. one. And I Gabrielle had one. Oh, here's one. Um, can I ask, if you're using StreamYard, do you have a – well, first of all, no, you can't ask. I'm sorry. No, I'm just <laughs> kidding. Um, if, if you are using StreamYard, do you have a choice to remove footage from Facebook after your show airs? I think you have to do that on Facebook. I don't know that if you go into StreamYard and delete it, if it will delete it from wherever it was. But yeah, you can go to because I did that one week. I put it in the School of Podcasting membership site, but I also put it on my Facebook group. And I was like, oh wait a minute. I go, you know, I, I, if I leave that there, then you know the awesome supporters are going to go, hey, how come those guys are getting it for
1: free? So I took it off my Facebook site. Have I you it ever the, had an awesome supporter actually? Do no, that. okay, no, just no. just to be clear, yeah, yeah.
0: Because I used to do, I used to stream to Twitch and. I don't think anybody would notice that the whole show was over there. If I did that, because I think we had two people and it's just one of those cases where I jumped over onto Twitch. Cause I was like, man, mm-hmm. if pod, cause I heard rumors that like, Hey, podcasting is going to start blowing up on Twitch. And I'm like, if it is, it wasn't when I was there. Not yet. And I was just like, a lot of gamers going,
1: who is this old white dude talking about microphones? <laughs> and why so. is he in the corner with some kind of game behind him? Yeah, that's you know? it. Yeah.
0: Exactly. Um, so yeah, that was something that I was like, eh, but, uh, we did mention Simon being our new awesome supporter. We probably should talk about our other awesome. support. I can't believe it's five after 11
1: already. I was like, are you kidding me? It goes fast. When you have nothing to talk about, (laughs) apparently it takes the whole show. (laughs) That's it. There we go. We want to thank our awesome
0: supporters. And of course that includes awesome people like James over at the pod at the uh, dog podcast network. Uh, he's got tons of different episodes, all about dogs. If you got a if you need a short show, he's got one. If you need a long show, he's got one. If you like dogs, if you like pooches, hounds, um, my stepchildren used to call my dog the poonj and I don't know what that means, but, um, anyway, so if you have a dog and you want to listen to podcasts about dogs, if you don't have a dog and just want if maybe you're like me, you, you used to have a dog, you you're thinking about getting a dog, and you just kind of want to hang out in the dog community, go over to dogpodcastnetwork.com and uh, tell James that uh, Dave and Jim sent you. But we always thank our $20 supporters, and uh, that is Glenn the Geek Hebert, who I'm looking forward to. Oh, speaking of that, next week, no show, I'll be flying back from uh, Tampa. I will be in Florida next week at PodFest Origins, and then I'm going to run across the hall to the Florida – Blockchain Summit, something. It's in the oh, hockey arena. Wow. Talking about uh, crypto and podcasting. Nicely done. Uh, yeah. And then Shane over at tourpreneur.com. If you operate a tour business or you plan on starting one, well, that podcast is for you over at
1: tourpreneur.com. Yeah, you get to sleep in next week, Jim. <laughs> I, I appreciate that. I probably won't because I can't. But, right? <laughs> but, but I I literally can't sleep in anymore. Hey, you know the tourpreneur. I, yes. I I think if folks were thinking about starting a travel podcast, now would be the right time. Like we're yeah. we're still not traveling that great yet, but this eventually will end. And I I just think it's smart to get ahead of these kinds of things. You know, the best time to be in crypto was like 15 years ago. But you know you could yeah. you could. You might want it's hot again. You might want to start when I think travel is in the same is in the same category there. So, yeah, uh, Terry
0: got me right on the name here. The Florida Bitcoin and Blockchain Summit. All right. That's I knew, original. I, I knew it was blockchain was in there. <laughs> Dang, I want to be there. All right. Keep going. Uh, <laughs> well, that's going to be the fun thing. I'm going to walk into a room of guys that are just completely. Like, oh, as yeah, I, yeah, I am a meme, no did you know that? I've heard my own voice say, I don't know a thing about crypto on about seven different podcasts. I've turned into a <laughs> meme, <laughs>
1: An well, audio meme. Call me if you need, if you need. Help.
0: <laughs> That's call it. Me. Uh, we also want to thank Ed Sullivan over at SonicCupcake.com. If you need an editor, you can check out Ed. He's a, a great guy. Uh, Felix over at the Latin Podcast Awards, where they're dedicated to enhancing the visibility of Latinx podcasts around the world since 2017. Just find them at LatinPodcastAwards.com. Max Trescott up in the air at AviationNewsTalk.com. So if you're a pilot, you'll enjoy that. Uh, KJST Media, which is an LGBTQ plus founded company focused on helping all levels of podcasters to grow their podcasts. Regardless of what you're looking for, Caden is there to help you at KJSTmedia.com. Greg over at Debt Shepherd, where he is teaching financial wellness. So if you're trying to get your finances in order as the year starts to wind down, we start thinking about 2022. Go see Greg over at DebtShepherd.com. Uh, the Indie Drop-In Network, if you got a true crime or a comedy or a scary time, especially right now, scary's in. I mean, scary's the new 40, or it's the new black, or whatever you want to say. Uh, send him a couple episodes, and he'll put it in front of his audience at indiedropin.com Kim craggy over at Toastmasters101.net, if you want to develop your voice, reduce your editing time, or improve your content, Toastmasters101.net. Michael Delaney, who's in the chat room over at Baby Mountain Radio uh, Productions, where podcasting and hard work are made fun. Check him out, Baby Mountain Radio.com. And if you like to be an awesome supporter and uh, help Dave help Dave make more than minimum wage, less than minimum wage, go over to AskThePodcastCoach.com slash awesome. Or if you go, I don't want to do that monthly thing, go to AskThePodcastCoach.com slash store. And there are plenty of ways to support the show with a one time donation. So, Thanks to all our awesome supporters. We do appreciate that. So, yeah, I'm going to Florida, and that's it's one of those things where I am a little nervous because it's going to be kind of this weird swap thing because I'm in a room of people that know so much more about just cryptocurrency, and I'm going to walk in and go, here's how you can use the Lightning Network, and it's really easy and simple, and here's how much I've earned, and here's uh, Adam Curry said, I think it's $600 a day. I have to go back and find that quote. Is going through the whole network. Hmm. Um, it, it, I believe it was more than that, but anyway, I fi- he he had a cool quote on one of his shows, and I was like, "All right, that's going in the." uh, It's the super
1: early on this, by the way. I I, oh, I yeah. think like yeah. these are this is not finished product. As we think about <laughs> as we think about crypto and its ability to do some things, especially in, and not uh, around podcasting but supporting the podcasting infrastructure. I I think there's a ton there but it's super early. So if you were if there was a time to start paying attention to it it was 2 years ago but if you want to start doing it and thinking about it now not a bad time to to jump at least be familiar with it. Like I I listen Dave you you don't you know your your crypto knowledge is not necessarily years ahead of everybody else but I Dude. appreciate the fact that you've jumped in on this and tried. Like Hey, I want to dig in a little bit on this kind of thing. And for what it's doing for podcasters, you don't have to know the back end stuff. You don't no. have to know the back end technology. You just need to know how to build it in a way that people will actually use it. This is, the, it's just, that's just what it is. That's it. According to,
0: oh, uh, I forget the name of the app, I have 136,344 Satoshis, which equals $83.61. That's not bad. Um, and that's that's for the school of podcasting. So, which I occasionally will say in the show, you know, please boost me, which you can boost. I believe I have asked the podcast coach set up to also, because it's super easy. Once you do it once, um, if you go over to leading the com, there are videos there that show you how to do that. And it doesn't cost you anything. And you know, don't let your eyes roll too far in the back of your head when you hear crypto and Bitcoin and blockchain and all the other fun filled uh, things that make it you is um, hot
1: again, we, yeah. we spent our whole post show on home gadget geeks on Thursday talking about it. And, and uh, it's, it's a hot, I mean, it's just a super hot topic right now again. So.
0: Yeah. And if you have any questions, feel free, we can stop what we're talking about, but I want to bring up a subject that I'm, I admittedly have, I think, I don't know if it's a blind spot, but I kind of, there's a part where I go, Hmm. And this is based on the last couple episodes of the School of Podcasting. I had a guy that sent me a 10-minute voicemail that said, and he has a point, I think a lot of podcast consultants or just podcasters in general will say, hey, podcasting takes takes more time than you think it is, so, so leave yourself a little extra room. And that's not entirely, hmm, in some cases, accurate. There's two things. Number one, it's not very specific. Leave yourself a little more room could mean anything. And then the other thing is when you tell someone that it might take you three years to build an audience, the person that has delusions of grandeur, and I've been that person, kind of just blows that away and goes, Just let me start. Let me start, which is great. You need people that want to start. But I think there are two things. I don't think we're being maybe as as specific as we need to be. And I also think the listener sometimes kind of ignores the bad news that might come along. And so this guy was saying, and I, in the last episode, he was saying how he'd done all these things and ended up, he was kind of bummed because he, he, he considers himself a hobby podcaster. Cause I didn't, I didn't mean to throw him under the bus, but I, he was mentioning all these mistakes he had made. And I was like, yeah, you know, one way to avoid those mistakes, join the school of podcasting. It was kind of my little, like, you know, baby pitch in the middle of this thing. And he said, well, if you're a hobby podcaster, you probably, he goes, in his case, he didn't have the budget to join the school of podcasting. And I was like, but he was, at least from his emails, he seemed to be really kind of distraught that he had taken a break because this, this all started with me doing an episode on, hey, if you can, don't take a break. It's not the end of the world if you do. And if you do take a break, here's how I would do it. And his whole th- and that's when he said, well, I had to take a break because it took more time and so my question as I looked at his email is if it's a hobby podcast why are you stressing out that you missed an episode or you didn't publish this week and that's when I'm I guess I'm starting to to get cuz if you think about it there are some people that golf is a hobby but yet they go out and they start with a piece of crappy golf clubs that their dad gave them and then later they get their own or something like that so I guess I'm starting to get that there are different levels of hobby Because I mean, some of my hobby podcasts I do once every two months, and I could care less about them. Um, I don't know. And Jim, I know you
1: you take breaks on a a regular basis, and yeah. So you know, um, well, I think you know what one is a a short series is enough. It doesn't have to last forever. And if, if it's a hobby podcast, let it just let it be that hobby. You know, and for some people, like going in bursts is more efficient than week over week. I mean, some of us are built. For, for endurance, like we're built to go weekly or monthly, whatever, however you want to do it. We're built, you know, from a strengths perspective, we're built to be consistent over time. That's where we're, we, 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 that's where we're the most effective. Others of us, m- me included in this group, are better firefighters. <laughs> we like sporadic in the moment. You know, I may produce a whole bunch of content and then go a month or two without anything new. The, the sometimes where we break down is the sporadic people think they're different or inferior or whatever because they're not consistent. And the consistent people go, Man, I wish I, wish I was a little more sporadic. Mm. Like, soar with your strengths, my friends. Like, if, if you're consistent, celebrate the fact that you can do this consistently because there's some people who really like that. If you're uh, adaptable or, or, or you're, you're more in a firefighter mode, Um, uh, take advantage of that, be, be the best you can be in that, you know, um, get out there and, and take advantage of the way you're kind of uniquely put together to do this. One is not better than the other, you know, and uh, listen, Home Gadget Geeks, 510, very consistent episodes. There's not a consistent, there's not a consistent bone in my body, but that (laughs) has worked for me. Right. And yet I have a whole bunch of, of other podcasts around it that have been kind of sporadic, (laughs) like whatever in the moment. So um, I I always encourage people go with what works for you. Yeah. And that's where um, we're talking about
0: this in the school of podcasting group. And there's a guy there, Ravi, that does a show for veterans. It's all about how to transition from being a soldier back to a civilian. And that's not always an easy task. And he's super passionate about it and wants to help his his fellow servicemen and and that whole nine yards. And he did nine episodes and he goes, there was a problem. He goes, I started to treat my wife and kids like they were a hobby. And he goes, so I just kind of had to put it on hold. And he said, but I did nine episodes and he goes, and those nine episodes are still helping people. He's like, so he goes, I wanted it to be a business, but you know, in some cases it, and that's where I think, you know, um, Niagara Falls, it has moved over the years. Because it's consistently, you know, fighting that rock that it's going over when it goes over the falls. It hasn't moved a ton, but it used to be kind of up here and now it's back here. So that's where I think in a way we right now, at least, are kind of in a microwave society. We want to flip that switch and have it start right now. And I mean, the first three years of the school of podcasting were brutal, you know, and I could easily said, ah, you know, but. I loved it. I was having fun, uh, and it it worked. So, uh, yeah, always hashtag family first. But I don't know. I just was like maybe because to me, it always seems like I I started asking people this because I would say, how will you know when your podcast is successful? And they would give me a really cool answer like if I could just help one person. That would be a success in my book. And I'm like, okay, that's how we're defining success. I think that would be great. And then I'd help them. And two months later, they're like, I'm not making any money at this. And I was like, so now I ask people, is this a hobby or a business? Right. And I realize right. I think the tricky part is where you get a hobby that you would like to be a business and eventually take over. That's fine. But that's where you have to then like you were saying, play to your strengths yeah. Know your and realize that sometimes it might be super consistent and sometimes eh, maybe not. And uh, which goes back to my original point was like, if you're going to take a break, there are ways you can do that without, you know, completely cheesing off your oh, audience. Totally. Or, or, you yeah, know, it, listen,
1: so. and I think we think our audience is more into us than we, than That's like, it. I think w- we give our audience a little too much credit. Sometimes it's like, you know, um I listen there 's a couple of guys I listen to and and you know they 've taken some one and two week breaks during the pandemic for whatever mm. reasons, and they come back and like sorry we haven 't been and i'm like i didn't even notice because i'm yeah I, I i like I like you guys, but i don 't like you guys that much, like you know, so just back <laughs> down a little bit on the apologies not not necessary to you, you made a comment about family first i I almost want to append that though I think hashtag self first and not mm. in a selfish way but Listen, if your well being is off, you're you're not going to be able to you're not going to be able to do anything for anybody, including your family. So, you really gotta if you're struggling in some areas, it's hard to be thriving anywhere else if your if your own if your own well being is out of whack. So, I always encourage people like, hey, how's the self care going? Because <laughs> yeah, if, if your self care is awful, you're not going to be able to take care of your family, regardless of your podcast. So, make sure you've got you know make sure you, you you've got your own well-being kind of in order are you getting enough sleep are you getting enough exercise are you taking care of yourself are you eating well for what your body needs are you doing the things are you getting time for yourself are you getting this mental well-being concept of am i mentally in the right place i've had the last couple of weeks have just been have been horrendous for me and and i i got to the point friday i'm having i was having trouble working like mm. I knew the work I needed to do. It wasn't that hard. Every time I started it, I'd get a headache. And I'm like, you know what? <laughs> this is an early this is an early sign I, I need to take a break. Like I have I've taken on too much at this point and I need to figure out some ways. It was a mental well being moment of like, okay, I need to I need to back away, you know. So yeah. make sure you're taking care of yourself in this as well.
0: Well, I always said that the, it was like a stool with three three legs and there were three things that every podcaster needs and it has nothing to do with microphones or listeners or things like that. And the first one is exactly what you said, your health, your physical health. That's one, because if you can't get out of bed, that's not going to work. Your second one is your attitude or your mental health, because if you are grumpy and, and have that whole, ah, this isn't going to work. Well, then you're not going to want to do it. And then the third one is your family and your support group, because if they're, you know, complaining that you're never around because you're always in that stupid office recording stupid radio stuff for the internet, well, that's going to ruin your attitude. And so what do you do? Well, I'll just sleep when I'm dead, and you you do the podcast when your support group is asleep. Well, that then ruins your health. So it's all, but it starts it's all with you. Tied together,
1: but yeah. it does start with you. You you're the base. <laughs> Of that, you've got to take a good look at yourself and say, am I in a spot right now where the foundation is solid? Because if it's not, it doesn't matter what you do with friends or family or your business or your podcast. You got to get yourself kind of get make sure you're taking care of yourself.
0: Absolutely. Coach Dave says communication and connection with audiences Uh, is very often the key missing ingredient to business ventures. Sure. He actually has a a quote up here. um, Got the call four months ago, a company in my niche, unwinding their current venture and starting a new company, not merely because of my podcast, but it was material. They asked me to serve as CEO. How cool is that? That's
1: pretty great. Congrats on that, Coach Dave.
0: Yes, I'm ready. I'm waiting for the because of my podcast story to play on (laughs) the School of Podcasting. That's a good one. Podcasters should understand
1: the reps they've done towards understanding communication and connection. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, reps are, I think reps are important in this space, just getting out there and doing it, doing it well.
0: Yeah, that's it. And, and the mental health thing can sneak up on you too. Oh, for it, sure. You know, so don't, yeah. you know, I had a, a weird situation where I ended up using better help. Cause I heard it like 80 million times on every podcast. And you know, what it turned out to be was my mom died when I was 24 and how everybody says, man, I wish I could have that just one time. Well, I got to do that. I got to, I knew what was coming kind of. And both the problem was I was 24 now I'm 56. And so now I have a much better understanding of what it's like to be a parent and all the sacrifices. And I was like, Hey, can I go back in a time back machine? Cause all the stuff I said to my mom, it was like, so not even close to what I should have said. And it, t- that like that started to bug me. And so you know, I, uh, talked to somebody, they gave me a really cool book on, uh, grieving, which it turns out you're ready for this. This was mind boggling. I ready for this gym. Mm-hmm. Death sucks. Yeah. Basically what it boils down to. Yeah. So, but you know, you, you,
1: you do a little work on yourself and you get a little new perspective and you're like, oh, all right, cool. So I think for a um, while we were taught not like, Oh, don't be sad. Like, oh, that's bad.
0: That was basically the yeah. whole book was everything you've learned about grieving is bad. Yeah. Uh, big boys don't cry. Right. Um, time heals all wounds. There's all sorts of stuff. They're like, yeah, none of this is true. No. Here's the thing. No. You know, uh, focus on the good parts of that you shared with this person. Keep those in your mind and realize how
1: lucky you were to know that person. And I was yeah. like, Okay. Yeah, so, it turns out your mom's death is bad today as it was then. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. It's still a bad thing. It didn't get yeah. better. It didn't, <laughs> no. like, all of a sudden, like, oh, I'm so glad that happened. No, yeah. you're actually not, you know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so Gary is saying sleep is the one thing I won't compromise on. That is key. Uh, it really makes a difference when you're in a stressful situation. It, it also – um just in health in general, mm-hmm. like when you are tired, you make bad decisions that lead to other more stressful things. It's amazing how I have a thing. I have a couple things that start reminding me at like ten thirty, eleven o'clock to get ready to go to bed because I'm not going to get there till about midnight. But then there are nights like last night where I didn't go to bed till 130 because I got in the creative juices mode and I was playing with software and all of a sudden I looked up, I was like, oh, crap, I got to ask the podcast coach tomorrow.
1: I got to get some sleep. So, well, um, okay, but it's okay every once in a while. Right. right. But because there's just things come up, right? That's another one of those kinds of things. You're like, okay, but it's that consistent, you know, four hours a night or whatever. Yeah, that's, listen, I was feeling yesterday. I mean, I was wobbling hard and it was one of those moments. I've really never caught myself when I'm mentally in that mode. And I kind of did. I was like. All right. I got it. So we, I shut it down we actually went out. So Sarah and I went out last night. We got our favorite pizza. We went to a perfect, we carried the pizza over to a distillery. We enjoyed, you know, a few, a few beverages. I came home and did a little bit of, a little bit of podcast stuff that I find fun. And then I went to bed early. (laughs) Like, and I, I got a full eight hours of sleep last night. Dave, today, like, it's amazing what a little bit of sleep can do for you. Yeah. Like I'm kind of back. Right. And, and I'm still going to, I'm going to use the weekend. It's, you know, Halloween weekend here in the United States. And yeah. I'm going to use the weekend to have a bunch of fun and, and kind of get myself back in a mental game and state, but sleep is a key indicator in that. So really important that you get it.
0: Yeah. Today's going to be fun. I, my best friend from forever ago is in town tomorrow. So well, Sundays are usually nice. my podcast day. Uh, yeah. So I'm doing all my podcast stuff today. So that's going to be fun. Mm-hmm. Um, Jack and Around Show says we release on Wednesdays for consistency. Is it better to release an hour plus episode every other week, or a thirty to forty five minute part one followed by part two?
1: Hmm. Okay, I wouldn't. It depends. Yeah, right? I'm going to say this your audience a- and how they're using it. It also this is where consistency. Like if you've been doing it one way for let's say two years. And then you start switching, you're going to, you're going to drop some people because they've gotten used to that consistency. Don't flop it around. We talked about this with Mike Rowe, you know, he was a a seven minute podcast and then it went to 15 and I'm like, oh, okay, that's fine. Then all of a sudden it was like four hours and you're like, Mike, you, you jumped the shark on this one. Like, I'm not, I, this, you were a quick, for me, you were a quick seven minute that I really enjoyed When you went to an hour, I wasn't quite as interested. Even if he would have split that up into two half-hour shows, it wouldn't have mattered. So get that feel for your audience. Like, what's it going to do, especially as long as you've been doing it? We've been doing home gadget geeks for you know 10 years now at an hour and 20 minutes. If I started releasing that in two episodes on a weekly basis, my listeners would be like, what the? Yeah. (laughs) What are you doing?
0: And it depends on your audience. Uh, I run Northeast Ohio Podcasters Meetup. And I think it's called the rocket show um, or the rocket Podcast. Or One of the members does a show all about rocketry. And first they, they split into two shows because there was getting started with little baby rockets. And then there are the, Whoa, you're doing what? And I've got to get clearance from the tower to yeah. let this thing off kind of stuff. And they were trying to make their show shorter. And his audience said, look, we're like in the basement sanding down the fins while we're doing this. Like these little baby shows aren't doing it. So it may be a case or, or uh, I always use the example of the farming podcast that I was working with and her first episode was three hours and her audience said, yes, yeah, too short because they're on a tractor for eight hours. So it, it kind of depends on who your audience is. Uh, you can, but don't get lost in these. You can go into Google Podcasts. You can go into Apple Podcasts and you can go into, I want to say, Spotify uh, all those portals for the the podcasters, they're back in and see how far people are listening. But again, when you look at Apple Podcasts and you see that, wow, there's a, you know, there's a big drop. Remember, that's only the people listening on Apple Podcasts. I mean, you know, you want to look at all. I wish there was a place where we could get that in one spot, but you can't. But the other thing, too, is if you have a newsletter or just at the beginning of the show, go, hey, I'm thinking of doing this. I'm thinking of doing two episodes. Uh, what do you think and see if you get any feedback mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the thing i hate is you kind of want to tease the next episode like but make sure that part 1 can stand on its own cuz i don't want to listen to 45 minutes and go and we'll tell you what happened with the the blah 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 in next week's episode i'm going to be like wait what you know but if there if there are two separate parts cuz i remember once i listened to a podcast and they did that it was like and it was built like you know how You can win millions with the color purple, and you're listening to like 45 minutes of really boring podcast. And they're like, "And this is how you can make a million dollars with the color purple." And we'll answer that in the next episode. And you're like, "You, I just 45 minutes." Yeah, I was not happy. So make sure those can stand on their own and they deliver value on their own. But in the same way, if you can tease the next episode to get them to come back.
1: Well, let let me tease the uh, the post show because uh, I've got an eleven a Windows 11 warning. Ah. coming up so if you're not a patreon subscriber and you don't get it maybe maybe you want to be but if you're listening live stay around for some post windows 11 warnings that are coming up. how's that for a teaser that's a
0: tease that's awesome yeah and uh on the school of podcasting this week i think i'm going to be talking about being yourself and by that i mean like letting your personality come through yeah. um i found a great quote by rick rubin who is this like master record producer guy. And he said that when they were recording the Beastie Boys first album, he goes, number one, we thought nobody would ever hear it. And the people that heard it wouldn't like it. And it was going to go nowhere, but they were having fun doing it. And it went on to go like diamond or something yeah. like that. It was the first number one hip hop album in this whole nine yards. So it's a little bit of a, Rah rah, win one for the Gipper, be yourself, kind of thing, uh, coming up on the school podcasting. I found a couple celebrities that started off way different than how they ended up, and part of it was, well, they didn't like they were doing this because their manager said you need to wear a
1: suit, you know, and that whole nine yards. So, Jim, what's coming up on uh, Home Gadget Geeks? We have uh, John Maddox. He's the CEO of Channels, which is the DVR service for especially for over the air. So if you're if You you know, you know can grab HD content now over the air and watch it on your computer. So we spend a bunch of time talking about that. There are a service that does it, and, and they're really nerdy and gadgety. So if you want to check that out, I'll post it a little bit later, HomeGadgetGeeks.com. This is my favorite uh, morning crew, Nerdy and Gadgety. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think
0: mm-hmm. they're on uh, 97.5, so every <laughs> Thursday. What's, um, w- what's the nerdy part? <laughs> so, but uh, I'm dying to hear how you... Can get HD oh, stuff over the well, air. Maybe I did not in the know. post show. Maybe we'll find yeah, out we a little bit in the post show. So, but speaking of the post show, stick around. We'll be right back in about ten seconds.